Hi everyone, welcome back to Voice Memos. I'm Megan, your host. I hope you're having a good Monday or whatever day you're listening on. I'm sorry for a week of absence, but I hope this episode makes up for it and you guys will probably understand why as we get into it. This episode is going to be a doozy. There's a lot to unpack and I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever, so I have a lot to say. Let's get into our inspiration of the week really quickly. I'm just going to pull up my phone and see what I have screenshotted for me to share with you guys and make you feel better. Okay, let's do this affirmation that I randomly saw. It says, I release myself from the versions of me that I created to survive. I love this affirmation because I'm straying away from my identity within my old self. I'm really working on grounding in the moment and identifying with who I am in every moment and not just relying on my old sense of self to tell me what to do and who I am. Because I just want to be like more understanding of my present self and not so caught up in these stories and labels that I have for myself. So I thought that was a really nice and freeing affirmation. Other than that, we don't need to get too deep right here at the beginning. I want to talk about LA. I just went there last weekend. That is why I missed an episode last week because I was traveling and it was a very spontaneous trip. I never usually do that. Like I decided on Wednesday that I was going to go on Friday and it's not far. It's about five and a half. I mean, it's kind of far, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's not like I decided to fly to Europe last minute, but the drive to LA from Phoenix is five and a half, six hours. So it's decently long, but I've done it now twice. Um, I've driven four hours on my own in the past. And of course, every part of the trip was great and there were multiple reasons why I wanted to go. But I honestly wanted to just get myself comfortable with driving, you know, six hours by myself because I feel like driving alone long distances is such an underrated, important life skill. And I used to hate my parents when I was younger for making me drive on our family road trips. Like I just did not understand why they wanted me to do that. I mean, you know, of course, I just couldn't think ahead for one fucking second when I was a teenager. It makes sense now. They were preparing me for this type of trip so I can just go and be on my own. But um, I feel like a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable doing that. And I guess I just wanted to mention it because it was a very therapeutic drive for me. And I learned like so much about myself because when you're spending that much time alone and having to pay attention to the road, there's not much room for like other thoughts or distractions. I was just listening to music that I hadn't heard in a couple years. I put on a random playlist that I made in the college and listening to old songs like brings me back to you know i don't even know i was just like having a moment while i was driving it forces you to really 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 be present with yourself because you obviously have to pay attention to where you're driving and what you're doing and you're just all by yourself for so long like it's rare that you're going to sit with yourself alone with really no distractions for that long amount of time. You guys have heard enough about my drive now, so let me move on. I had a great time in LA, but 
I want to talk to you guys about it because I think I think I'm missing something. If you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I went to visit my friend Bridget. She is a mutual friend from the internet and we hadn't met before, but we've talked a lot and we just I mean, I just kind of figured we would get along. I'm sure she did too or else she wouldn't have accepted my inviting myself over to her Airbnb invitation, which was so sweet. I was so grateful. I literally randomly texted her and was like, Bridget, I like really want to come to LA. I want to meet you. Let's make it happen because she is staying in an Airbnb in LA for the month, but she's from Canada originally. So currently in Arizona, I'm very far away from her. We had been wanting to plan a trip and it just worked out. So anyway, I drive and go see Bridget and on Friday, what did we do? I don't think we really did much because I got in pretty late. Yeah, we just like ate some food and hung out and went to bed. Um, and the next day we walked to breakfast, got a delicious freaking breakfast from this like LA aesthetic hip coffee shop that's like made of stone and there's like zero decorations. <laughs> it's quite interesting, but the food was really good. Of course it was like $20, but you know what? It was, it was worth it because it was really good and I... I don't love spending money on food, but if it's really good food, it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm like, okay, that deserves to be $20 because I could not make that and it was dank and I'm satisfied and I'm full. So to me, that's worth the money. I hate when I spend money on food and it fucking sucks. Like, I literally want to cry. So random anecdote for you guys. But anyway, the day started out really great and we went to breakfast. It's hot as fuck. The sun is beaming down on us and, you know, there's not a cloud in the sky. So we're like, well, we're in California. It's sunny. Let's go to the beach, right? But neither of us are obviously from there. We don't know what the fuck's going on. So I think this was our first mistake because we chose to go to Santa Monica Beach and like Santa Monica Pier, which is just an extreme tourist trap. But we weren't really going to like lay on the beach and like tan because that just wasn't our vibe for the day. And thank goodness because it ended up being like we drove into Santa Monica. It's great, sunny, wonderful. And like, I don't even know when the change happened. It must have been right when we pulled up like to the ocean. But suddenly it was just so cloudy and windy and cold. And it had been 85 and beaming down sun when we left and so we didn't even think about bringing more layers we didn't even consider the possibility (laughs) of it being cold and windy by the beach because again we're not from there and we just weren't really thinking ahead I feel like because this whole thing was spontaneous and fun we're like oh let's go with the flow (laughs) and it just was so fucking cold we were like this is miserable like I was wearing a tiny top and jean shorts and I was like I'm sorry I just can't go down there. It's not going to be fun. And you know what? I don't know. Like you guys are going to have to tell me if this was our mistakes of just going to the wrong places. But since it was too cold to go to the beach, we were like, okay, what's nearby? Like, let's just shop. Let's go walk around and do some shopping. Like who doesn't love shopping? And I was like, okay, Abbot Kinney Boulevard in Venice is nearby. It's like 10 minutes away. Let's go there. Because I had gone to Abbott Kinney a couple years back with my friends in college. And we like got matcha and got bikinis. And I remember it being like a cute and fun place to walk around and somewhat entertaining. 
And Bridget and I walked all up and down the street and we found one store to go into, which is Everlane, which, you know, they're great, but it's like plain t-shirts and jeans. Like <laughs> it wasn't the most um, stimulating experience. And I don't, we were just like, what the fuck are we actually supposed to do? Like, cause we weren't going to walk around Santa Monica aimlessly. We actually did try that. We went up the street a little bit and went to like this farmer's market, but it was literally only fruits and vegetables. So we were like, all right, we don't necessarily have a use for like garden fresh fruits and vegetables right now. <laughs> and we just kind of felt like lost puppies. At least I did. Um, cause we just did not know where the fuck to go. We're like, it's Saturday in LA. We know like, okay, maybe this was our mistake because we completely avoided downtown LA. We were just like, that's not, I don't think that's what we want. Um, not really sure, but I thought like Santa Monica was like the hip spot where people go on Saturdays and like go out and we just didn't see anyone our age, like doing anything fun. And not that we were even looking to party. Neither of us are really big drinkers or partiers, but we just like wanted to go where people go when they're in LA. And we were like, well, where the fuck is it? Cause like, it's not in Santa Monica and it's not in Venice and it's not in downtown and it's not where we're staying. I'm not going to tell you guys exactly where she is, but one of the neighborhoods, you know, big neighborhood in LA, whatever. And where the fuck, we even went to West Hollywood after this. You guys, we went everywhere. We went over to West Hollywood. We were driving through. We went like to Beverly Hills. I don't know if those are close or whatever, but we went to both of them. We drove through some neighborhoods. Like at this point, we're like, okay, like let's just look for a pretty place to go. Like maybe take a picture and just like hang out and get a good view. I don't know. We couldn't, we couldn't find shit. It was all so unsuccessful and we just did not know what the fuck to do and actually now that i'm thinking about it i think this might have been on sunday and i'm mixing up our days but regardless there was a lot of like aimlessly driving around la and not knowing where to stop or what to do even though i had my lovely friend lauren ask her friends where to go i even got recommendations right but bridge and i are picky i guess and we were just like mm, that doesn't look like for us because i don't know about her but i'm very timid when it comes to like going into like swanky not swanky but like i don't even know how to describe it like just kind of sus looking like creepy local bars <laughs> like i am just not the type to walk into a place like that and like know what i'm doing i get really timid in these kinds of situations and so we just weren't feeling super adventurous I guess I don't know so this is why I say like maybe the blame is on us for just not knowing what to do and not really putting ourselves out there in LA maybe that's what you have to do but we were just like so fucking confused as to what people do for fun we ended up like going to a bunch of thrift stores and we had a really great afternoon like we got donuts we went home and took a nap I think like we were just hanging out and we had a good dinner and stuff and an interesting little experience um later that night that I wish I could tell you guys more about huh well I guess I can it's my podcast um but I don't want to I don't want to rat this guy out so one second I'll get into this but <laughs> like I don't know I hear people say all the time 
like LA is so big and you have to drive everywhere and it's really hard to like make plans but I couldn't even figure out for the life of me like where these people are making plans like where are all of the influencers that are crawling all over LA we didn't see one girl that was like any shred of like similar to us even like for us to be like oh like what are you going to do like it was just bizarre and I don't know this is my second time that I've spent a good chunk of a weekend in LA so maybe that's not long enough and it's only my second time so I don't know shit you guys but like okay actually it's my third time so it's my third time in Los Angeles slash LA County um and I just I feel like it's so overrated like I don't it's great and all it's beautiful but I really don't understand the hype I just don't and I don't know if it's because I grew up in Michigan and I grew up not even going to California because it was so far away the first time I went to California was in college um, my freshman year for spring break I think yeah and so I just had built up this like whole idea of California in my mind that was like it's this magical beach town like amazing place and then you get there at least to LA in my opinion again there's nothing wrong with it but this is just what I've taken from three times there now with locals the first two times um like, I just don't fucking get it. Like, what is so special about it? Can someone please tell me? <laughs> and here's the thing. I really like San Diego. And maybe that's just, like, you like one or the other. Because in San Diego, I feel like you can actually walk around the downtown area. And there's, like, a shit ton of restaurants and, like, breweries and bars and fun things to do. And you're literally right there on the water. And you're right across from Coronado Island. I mean, I feel like you can't lose in San Diego, and that's, like, actually the ideal, like, California movie-type place, like, and then there's La Jolla, which is, like, literally right up on the beach, and it's, like, a surf town, and it's adorable, adorable, sorry, I can't talk, um, and that's, like, what, I don't, I don't know how far it is from San Diego, but it's right by there. I don't know if that's just, like, more my vibe, and LA is just not for me, but, yeah, like when I go to LA, I just do not get that special feeling of like, wow, like this is amazing. Like, of course it's beautiful. And it, like, I like the sh the flea markets. That's about it. Um, Like, honestly, it's like, I just don't fucking get it, you guys. I really don't. And I'm not even trying to be a hater. Like, I'm open to the idea of LA being very fun, but I do not physically understand it I just don't but you know what I'm gonna continue with my story time of our dinner on Saturday night because it's quite interesting <laughs> and without revealing too much um basically our waiter or it's like the waiter slash host of the restaurant was hitting on Bridget gave her his number all that jazz he wasn't being like creepy or anything but he was being very forward and very blunt and we're like okay like that's bold 
and he was um, oversharing a little bit, I would say, about his past. <laughs> Basically, we ended up with free weed, and you can't really go wrong when that happens, right? Like, as long as it looks okay, you're like, is it laced? I don't know. <laughs> if you are a young person listening to this, don't take drugs or anything from strangers. Um, we had a lapse of judgment and we're like, all right, whatever, like, let's get some cones and let's do this. <laughs> so that ended up topping off our night. And quite honestly, it was probably the highlight of, well, I'm not going to say that it wasn't the highlight of our day, but it was like the only thing that like went kind of right that day. Like we had quite the rough day because everything we tried to do, it just wasn't really hitting or the weather was wrong or some other little mishap would go, would occur even like the thrift stores that we went to like one of them was just so fucking whack it was the ugliest shit that we had ever seen and like typical thrift store stuff like goodwill stuff um marked up at like 12 20 dollars we're like mm, no and it was also tiny there was nothing to look at so we had some like some bumps in the road on Saturday and we really, really, really tried to have a good day. And there was just like so much that went wrong. <laughs> and we were both just like, what the fuck? We ended the night, we had our nightcap and we're like, all right, let's wake up early as fuck tomorrow and go to the, which would, did we go to? Um, the Rose Bowl flea market in Pasadena. And uh, Bridget's friend was like, I'm going at six in the morning. Um, do you guys want to meet me? And we're like, <laughs> fuck no. But we ended up leaving actually around seven, which was pretty impressive. And it was a lovely morning. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that because it actually got so hot. Again, we were both kind of fooled by the weather because it was quite chilly when we left. And we get there and we're like sweating fucking buckets um 10 minutes in and we're like okay cool we had also walked about 8 million miles the day before and i was wearing my new reeboks that have zero fucking arch support and so my feet and my legs were killing me and i have shin splints from track in like middle school that I've never healed. And so when I walk, this is my own fault. I just need to get a foam roller and do it. But when I walk long distances or run at all, my shin splints come back up. And if you don't know what they are, it's just a pain in your shin bone every single time you take a step or put weight on it. And my legs were just hurting so bad. It had gotten to the point where the shin splint pain was like going all through my left ankle down through my foot and so basically the bottom of my left leg just hurt so bad and it felt like the bone was like i don't even know it was just not well and so i was walking around the farmer's market like limping <laughs> or not the farmer's market the flea market and i'm not gonna lie i was also underwhelmed by this flea market i did end up getting a coach purse for 20 bucks which i'm really happy about because i've been wanting one for a while and it's a cute little vintage one but i went to the what's the main one? Oh, the melrose um downtown market i went to that the last time i was in la and they had a really good variety of things at that one 
I felt like at the Rose Bowl flea market, it was like 99% t-shirts, at least in the clothing section, which is what we were looking at because it didn't really make sense to look in like the home decor section because we're traveling, but there just wasn't much variety when it came to the clothes there, which I was a little disappointed by, but that's okay because I really didn't need to buy anything anyway, so that's probably good for me, but um, this is what I got mixed up with the other, or when I was telling the story earlier, because we did end up going, I think this is when we drove over to like Beverly Hills, West Hollywood area, and we were like just looking for, maybe we were looking for more thrift stores, I don't even really remember, I think that's what we went over there for, and we ended up stumbling upon this delicious restaurant, and it was just an amazing menu, and it was like a perfect temperature outside at this point and we were both just like okay this is this is it this is what we need right now after waking up at 6 30 and trudging all over the flea market um so we got brunch i got some mimosas and it was delicious and that was when we drove over to like the hills i think maybe it's hollywood hills that we were driving into i think that would make more sense as you can tell i don't really know what i'm talking about but I know we did go to all of these locations at some point. <laughs> so we pulled over, we took some photos, we were like, whatever, this is cute, but that was about it. And like, what the hell did we even do after that? I don't really know. I think we just went home and that was when I had to leave because we did have quite the extended brunch and we sat there for quite a while. But... It was, I think Sunday was more of a win in my book. We had a more, I don't know, just some better luck that day, I guess. But overall, I had so much fun. I mean, Bridget is so sweet and we get along super well. You guys should go follow her also if you don't already, Bridget Brown. But yeah, the last thing I will say about LA and leave it on a positive note is that I love like the architecture in the apartments, the Airbnb that Bridget's staying in. It's so adorable. Just like even the windows and the way that there's palm trees outside of all the windows and like the way that the sun looks, I can't even really explain it. It might be because of like all the smog in the air and it's more hazy, but it is really beautiful there. And I love the apartments. I wish I could have an LA apartment in Phoenix, but they just don't really exist here. But I do really appreciate that part of LA. And, you know, my living space is like really important to me. It's very, very important to me what it looks like and what it feels like. So I think on that note, maybe that's why I have like hope that I don't think I would ever move to LA. But like I said, I could do San Diego for sure. I don't know if they have the same type of apartments there though. But anywho... There is more I wanted to talk about today besides my trip to Los Angeles, so let's get into it. I used to really look forward to summer as a kid, I think as most people do. Like basically everyone outside of Arizona I think does because obviously it's summer break and it's like finally nice weather and you just get to go outside and have fun with your friends. And I don't know if it's the fact that I don't have summer break anymore or that I don't, like, people hate it in Arizona and it really is just so fucking hot here. But I've been kind of having, like, 
seasonal depression symptoms like hit me now in the summer because it's the same as winter when you're kind of forced to be stuck inside and it's interesting to me because I used to completely relate it to the sunshine and in Michigan I was like okay it's just I'm just sad because it's cloudy and gray and when the sun comes out I'll be okay which was true but now when the sun is out here constantly and it's 113 and you really can't do anything with that either it's I don't know it's not that I've been like super sad like just straight up but I've noticed some you know depressive symptoms like trickling back in and I don't want to mope or complain right now I just kind of wanted to mention it because I've never experienced it in the summer before and I'm starting to understand like why some people really don't like when summer rolls around um and I'm trying to do my best to just combat it by like honestly just not being on my phone I feel like that's the number one solution to everything right now and just like spending more time actually within myself and my brain and like being present and not looking at random shit on a tiny little screen all day (laughs) that has been the number one thing that's helping me out and I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because I know it can be hard when you're seeing people have all this fun in their summer and you're like okay well where where's my fun where's my cottage court picnic and my trip to the beach and my summer romance like where the fuck is it (laughs) I understand and that's why I'm taking a step back from really any social media and just like spending more time reading, um, doing, doing good things for the soul. Yesterday was also Father's Day and it was my first Father's Day without my dad being here. It honestly went over a little easier than I was expecting. I didn't cry all day, (laughs) just in the morning and the night, um, and a little bit in between. (laughs) Yeah, It's just, it was a rough week leading up to it. I think that is, that was like the harder part for me. I don't know why the anticipation was just getting to me because people were like talking about it at work, not because any of them are fathers, but just like random conversations. And, you know, my boyfriend's roommates are like, oh, I need to go get a Father's Day present. Random comments like that throughout the week that, don't mean much to anyone else um they would just randomly like put me in a terrible mood obviously because it's just little things that I don't get to do anymore and I don't know I guess I just wanted to mention it because it's been since the end of October I'm not going to do the math eight or nine ish months I don't know um and I'm finally at a point where I can at least mention this to you guys a little bit and open up more because prior to this like I would just start bawling anytime I tried to talk about my dad or my feelings about him being gone but I don't know I do feel still really connected to my dad I don't know what you guys think about that like if you guys believe in I don't know, whatever you believe in. Um, My dad was Catholic, so in his heart, he's up in heaven. And 
Um, I love that for him. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really see it that way, but I see it more as just like he's up there somewhere and like still connected to me. And whenever I have a feeling of peace or solace or like safety, I know that my dad and his energy is within that feeling. And that's kind of how I take it in terms of still being connected to him and feeling, you know, energy from him, I guess. And like hearing, not hearing, but just like feeling the presence, I should say, and seeing the signs. Um, and if you haven't, you know, considered this at all and you have someone, a family member or friend who has passed away, who you dearly miss and wish you could still talk to, you definitely can. And it's not necessarily like you're going to have a straight up conversation with them and hear their voice and stuff. Maybe you will, but through meditation and just through being open to like hearing from them, um, you will, I promise. Because I don't know, it's just like, it doesn't even make sense that our souls could just disappear. Like energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And so something has to happen to the energy of our souls and of our personality and of our being when we are no longer here to to live it. I don't know how, to, how else to explain it. I was going to say to execute it, but that didn't sound like the best word <laughs> for the moment. Um, but yeah, so I've been feeling just like more strong in my connection to my dad recently and just better off in general, you know, not so heartbroken. Obviously, it still hurts me just as much, but it is true. It does get a little bit easier every day and you do get a little more, you know, emotionally stable and back to normal a little bit more every day. And yeah, it's, I honestly just didn't go on social media yesterday either. Like I said, it's kind of been the elixir to all my problems is avoiding my phone um, because I didn't want to see a million Father's Day posts and just be reminded of that and want to cry. So I did actually go on a walk with my friend who also does not talk to her dad anymore. And she was like, happy no Father's Day. <laughs> and it was nice to spend time with someone who could somewhat relate to me and just like, you know, someone who also is not celebrating the day anymore. And yeah, I mean, the good thing is like my dad was never huge about celebrations. He was a very humble man and Father's Day was never a big deal at our house, nor was his birthday. So of course, it's going to pain me when these days come up, especially Father's Day when everyone else in the country and wherever else they celebrate it on this day, um, you know, is posting about their dads and talking about their dads and whatever. But it's not like we had some huge traditions that are now now no longer with our family. Like, it's it doesn't have to be a huge deal if I don't make it, if that makes sense. Like, 
you know, I don't really know. I'm just proud of myself for getting through this and being able to talk with you guys a little more about it. Um, because I know somewhere, someone out there can unfortunately relate. And I just want to be that reminder for you that every day does get a little bit easier. Ethan and I also went up to Flagstaff this weekend for um, his friend's wife's baby shower. And their wedding was in the fall. Um, and it happened to be the day after I found out my dad was being moved into hospice care or end of life care, basically. Um, so we were driving up to their wedding and my mom called me and told me, but we decided to stay for the wedding and then leave the next day or no, we left that night. Um, so I could go home, but we basically their wedding was lined up with that news and their baby shower was lined up with Father's Day this weekend. And I just, I thought that that was a sweet little, it's not a coincidence, you know? Like, it's a little nudge from my dad. And it's just, it is funny how the timing of those things works out. Um, I don't know, just quite interesting. I just wanted to... And on that note, I guess, there was more that I wanted to talk about, but I'm not really in the mood now. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys are probably like, um, I'm turning this shit off. I don't want to be sad. So I hear you, but I'm really glad that I got to sit down again and talk with you all today. And um, I don't know, I keep saying it, but as long as our schedules align, I will have more guest episodes to come in the future. It's just been a bit of a slow burn because obviously people have their own schedules and their own lives and they're on different time zones and all of this. So I'm working on it, but in the meantime, um, I'm hoping to put up an extra episode this week to make up for our lost one. However, I'm not the biggest fan of forcing things to come out of my mouth and like forcing a conversation. So it'll probably only happen if I have something to talk to you guys about. Um, otherwise, you know, cause I don't want to just post something just to post it and have you be listening. Like what the fuck is this gal even saying? So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> If you don't hear from me until next week, it's because I don't have anything fucking important to say and I need to keep my mouth shut anyway. Toodaloo, everyone, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye!